know, like, oh shit, uh, you won't like, you won't like this. Episode five, I have here the one and only. I'm looking at the wrong place. Don't, don't look at the screen. Oh, don't look at the screen. The one and only Rashad Wright. Yeah, nice to be back. What's, What's up, up, homie? Boom, boom, boom. We're here. We're topless, we're and we're back. we're all about the free the nipple movement. Yeah, let's do that. Free the nipple, man. So uh, we're back after a long hiatus. Um, you know, we were actually gone for a couple months. Uh, life gets busy. We all kind of know life gets crazy. Yeah. It's a bit of a tornado out there, you know? Talk about a crazy life. We didn't really get into the nitty gritty of uh, Rashad, you know? The knit, the knit and grit of Rashad Wright, you know, like his work, um, what he does, how he performs, his poetry. My man's wrote, written a book. We're old, we're old dear friends, you know? Yeah, well, 10 years now, <sighs> maybe? Exactly, you know, so when we get together, it's, it's a, it's a mess. Yeah, a time. beautiful mess. Yeah, I love this guy though. Yeah. Well, I, you know what? I think I'd say I love you too, man. Wow. Love. Yeah. Think about it though. Yeah, love is a strong word. Wow. Str- love is a real. Ten years. Love. You don't love me yet? I'm trying to spark up some controversy. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Now you play with my emotion for controversy. There's no right answer. Here, you won't man. like. I'm asking. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't like this. I already don't like this. I'm already fed up. There we go. There you have it, man. Episode five. And thank you guys for tuning in, man. Um, that's it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> nah, man. Um, I love you. It's good to be here, you know, and uh, we're in the tail end of the summer, you know. How's your how's your end of the summer going? How's the end of my summer? Um, I've been having so much friggin' fun, bro. Oh my god. But that's the, really what matters. The way I define fun may not be fun for other people. How so? You, uh, it's like physical. Um, of course it's physical because you're moving around. You, you got limbs. Okay, so give me an example of something that you have fun doing. Mm, I like laying with my lady, you know, uh, stripping down. Wow. Just getting to, you know, the cold sweat of the night. Well, okay. No, not like where I thought mean, that like, was going. Yeah, like what's a fun... Like Diego just had fun. What did he do that day? You know, I really do enjoy being on set and, and handling a production as a director. Okay. You know, when I'm on set, it's all about, uh, and like, you know, you have, haven't thrown events. It's all about adaptability. So you have to adapt to things that happen in the moment. You could do as much as you can to, to plan, as much as you can to plan. Yeah, but um, Things are going haywire. Everything, yeah. every, you know, you've been through shoots too and stuff. Everything will go wrong, you know? Yeah. Hopefully not. Eventually, everything. yeah. But something's going to happen. Like, where's the camera? You know what I mean? Like, something. oh, whoops. Like, where's the but camera? when you make it work, that's a testament to the skills iPhone that you iPhone 4K. Up. Whoa. That's, so we adapt. I've never hired me. I've never, you know, forgotten the camera. That's what I do. I do camera work. But that I would say that, yeah. Directing on set is like, that's the fun. See, now I don't think most people would describe that and say that's how they describe fun time. And for me this summer, a fun time was uh, teaching uh, my adults how to use computers for the Paris and Public Library this summer. Hmm. Uh, I don't know why that seems like such a good premise for a sitcom. It does. Because it's like, like a dog. That's what it felt like. Yeah, it was so Tell fun. me about it. Um, all, my, uh, all, my, all my students were like, oh, what? They got grandkids. They live their whole lives and things like that. And I'm walking in the class dressed like dress very similarly to this often because I, sometimes I have shows and I can't change after the show. So we just all just catching up, getting to know each other, having fun, joking around. And uh, they're learning how to use computers the whole time. Damn. And they go, they go through so many emotions. That Well, it's probably like, you know, when uh, when I first was playing runescape you know and i would die in this this game this online rpg game and i died you know it's like it's such a journey of an experience you lost all your items it's so much fun and then like those moments are tragic i'm not really sure though the range of emotion you could experience with like microsoft word and excel like what i mean they they would just like i don't understand yes i mean they've had this challenge for their whole lives so they find it yeah because people if they're in a course they really need help with it yeah obviously it's like well i need to understand this program for my job or whatever, right. and I can't do it alone. I do love in-person teaching. I've always, like when COVID happened, 
Yeah. You know, and you had to go virtual. People graduated virtually or just like in these distant, like I, I felt really bad about that whole end of experience for a lot of students and stuff. Yeah. I feel like you're a great fucking teacher. You have great, yeah. you have great energy, very charismatic, very patient and under, you have to be real patient. That's what my students kind of, said. And I really like, all right, this is my dream. I love doing this. Yeah. yeah you really had a freeze frame moment. Like you just like, yeah. I felt like it. Very sitcom premise, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I definitely like, a sitcom. I like if it. If I told you what my students were saying during that class, oof, crazy. Yeah. What does that mean? You, did you get canceled or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you Damn. know, you know when, when, once you live through certain events, you can just get away with saying anything. Yeah, right? What the older you get. Yeah. I mean, they say the older you get, the wiser you get, but really it's just like you can just say whatever. whatever. Sometimes it clicks. That's wisdom. Damn, that rings true, though. Sometimes it clicks. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, Sometimes it drops some gems. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. If you're talking to someone that isn't like too belligerent or like a drunk, you'll definitely get some. You know, my grandfather. I feel like he had um, a lot of gems in him, but because of the the language barrier, a little bit. You know, mm. my lack of Spanish. You know, I'm not I'm not ashamed of it anymore. I used to be. I used to be because like oh my god, you know, like fucking fake Dominican. They call Puerto Ricans. Ooh. They can't speak fake. You know, but it, um, I could imagine how that could suck. Yeah. Yeah. It. But yeah, it's a strange way of coming up in like a in this place, you know, America, first world country, and like your parents adapting and maybe not fully knowing, like, oh, maybe we should balance balance the languages so you know it's not completely integrated into this sort of different world and lose what we've came from. But you know, I'm not blaming them. That actually sounded like I was blaming them. At this point, as an adult, it's on. No, it sounds a little compassionate, a little understanding. It's on, it's on us to kind of you know take control. But like, like language classes are. How much are you charging for these classes? Language classes are like 700 bucks yeah, or 500 bucks, yeah. like for a course of like two to three weeks or something like that. I mean, I'm, I, I mainly teach poetry, so that's more considered the arts. But this uh, job with the library, I work for the library. I teach on their behalf. It's a pretty cool program. Well, you've probably been reading a lot of books in your free time. Yo, my God, the manual was 500 in pages, yo. 500 pages, a 500-page book. I was taught a college course, man. It's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's a lot to take in, man. Yeah, yeah. And, and, that's a lot of information to take in. And they got kids, lives, families, and they got to study and read all this stuff every day just to use computers. It was a movie. It was a movie. It was a movie. And you that, know what? that's what, how I define fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it really sounds like you find fun in challenges. Am I boring? Huh? Am I boring? You find fun in challenges. I don't think that makes us boring. Uh, no, right. that doesn't make us boring. I, I, um, I taught adults how to use computers, and I think that's fun. That's not boring. Yeah, you ex- know, to the exciting, uh, the layman, you know, like the a regular guy or something, that might sound like, that doesn't sound like fun. Like, I want to go down right. the slide at H- Hurricane Harbor. You know, like simple yeah, like entertainment. Ooh, but there's yeah. there's big there's a big value in entertainment and working and helping with other people, you yeah. know. Like there's a lot that's why I love being on set because it, I'm not just alone with a camera. I have a team and we're problem solving together. So it's like it's a nice dance. You know, I'm really dancing with these people, like, huh, the cameraman, we're just like swiftly and then I swing around to like the cast and like and it's all real a real dance. And if you trip and stumble, you got other people to like help you up. So it's cool, you know? Uh-huh. And for students in particular, because I, I taught like a, a boys and girls club photography okay. a while wow. ago for like an internship. What experience? Okay. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Kids like are pretty difficult, as you know. You know, they some don't like to listen, and some listen attentively. So, I mean, I tried to give my attention to to all of them, mm-hmm. you know. But obviously, the ones that were paying more attention, I'd be like, well, I guess you really want to learn about this stuff. Um, yeah, but the balancing of uh, all these different things is what kind of makes it. I actually didn't find that fun. So this is like probably a bad example, uh. but it was good. <laughs> I knew it was good. And when you get those students that are really into it, you know, oh man, that just makes you so it's happy. cool. You see that so sparkle, fulfilled. yeah. You see that sparkle that was in your eye, you know, that same spark. You're like, that's my spark. Yeah, give me my spark. Because you're teaching something. Because you love that thing. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. There's some sort of care with it. There's that, a true yeah. passion in breaking things down from that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so like for photography, when I was teaching them, I was teaching them about white balance, uh, aperture. Uh, the sensor of the camera, what that means for a photograph for like exposure, like the ISO, um, composition, rule of thirds, basic 
elements of Youngsters. like once you once you, you learn these elements like you can just get into the field you know for sure because it just takes you practicing and all those different things to not you know master it but get close to you know understanding what your eye is like or your vision because for a long time i kind of followed a lot of inspiration and now i think i'm getting into my groove where i'm like i like what i like and I shoot what I shoot. Obviously still influenced by whatever media I'm taking in, you know? Of course. You know, like I just saw Nope, which which you haven't seen yet, which is terrible. It's terrible that I didn't see a movie. It's a tragedy. Oh, it's a, a fitting. I feel like tragedy is a fitting word. Sorry, I live a life. Let's watch it right now. Guys, I, we're actually going to start watching Nope. We'll be right back after these moments. Negative. Negative. I'm out. Like Whoa. Is that what it looks like? Wow. And we're back. Yeah. Wasn't that fucking movie crazy? That? Oh, yeah, man. Great. Nah, okay. man. Um, I think that was better than Get Out. It was probably better than Get Out. It was. No, actually, it, it, uh, if you want my honest, honest opinion, it wasn't, but it was something very different, you know, entirely different. That What a great way to not say anything. Mm-hmm. It was definitely a movie. It was a movie. That's wow. A, it was a film. It was that bad? You didn't like Mm-mm, it? No, no, no. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It uh, was a good movie. It was better than Get Out in terms of, I think, like the subject matter. It was more of like a thrill, you know? Was, was, it, like a, was it better than us? Yeah, yeah. actually, I would say. For me personally, because us, was I felt like, us. was too... Oh, us was like, like us. Too symbolic. It got too lost no, in the... Us in was the, great. Well, I need to dissect it, you know? Because I didn't give it a second viewing. I saw Nope twice. Uh, wow. Well, I, th- I saw it once with... So um, it was good. What? Yeah, it was pretty good. There's more to take in. Like when you watch it again and you know what happens, like it's kind of eerie because there's so many little hints and notes. Like it sounds does, just you know? like us. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that's like his whole thing. Yeah, all his all his films have a very like the tense, tense, eerie vibe, and he yeah, because he mentions like Jaws and in interviews and stuff, like how whatever the creature is, you know, to create that sense of suspense, horror, or like an element of mystery, yeah. you don't show the creature, you don't show the monster, whatever the concept is of the film. You know, until you really have to. To get the audience to think, what is going on? Yeah, because that's how you, that's why I love his movies, because they're very engaging. Mm-hmm. So they keep the audience engaged and like they keep our attention. And I think, you know, obviously the anticipation of a mm-hmm. movie from him is kind of what affects the the intake of it. You know, you might go in with high expectations because like he just started at Get Out and he's got already such a cool filmography, you know, yeah. very, very like his into own his own style. Really. Yeah. Yeah, man. So you go in with certain expectations. I was expecting more horror. So that's why for me, uh, it didn't hit all the yeah, notes. You didn't get what you wanted. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get that. I need that peel horror. Huh? That peel horror. Wow. Yeah, man. But it was really good. Um, I forgot why we went even on that tangent. I think I mentioned. I think you specifically wanted to talk about media a movie that you knew I didn't see. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we, we didn't mention it in the, in the, in the smoke sesh. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, no, they had a purpose. I think I mentioned that for a reason. It was, uh, we were talking about media for a moment ago. Mm, okay. Yeah. It was, it was a nice, I'm making an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to a movie you haven't seen yet. Yeah. By well, the way, know, everybody, just letting you all know, um, he took his shirt off because during our smoke sesh, we agreed that I would take mines off. And then I was like, you know what? You just going to let me do that out here. I'm not going to tell you why we had this conversation, but you just, he did this in solidarity with his boy. You know, shout out to friends being friends. Solidarity. And sticking it through. Oh my God. Sticking it through the heat. <sighs> yes. Sticky skin. Uh, I was going to say it. I'm going to wanted to pour a little bit of a shot for us here. Oh, oh, is that what we're going to do? I think so, man. That's an, why are we looking around like. <laughs> I like wish it just gonna... came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so you played a news reporter? Yeah, I played the news reporter. What was um, the what was the context? What um, did he do? It was. An, I can see you, by the way. You can see as a, as a good news reporter. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was it was so ridiculous. Um, it was in the play, and mid 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 through this, one of the characters I'm playing is three characters. One of the characters is a news reporter going off about elections and all the crazy shit that's going on, and then the elections turned into a wrestling cage death match. With El Chapo, Jesus, uh, and a whole bunch of crazy fake uh, uh, politicians that we made up. And I rip off my shirt and turn from a news reporter to a referee and start rolling around with the dancers while they're wrestling and stuff. 
Huh. That sounds very abstract. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. sounds very out there. It was a wild scene, yeah. I even need to feel like you got to repeat some of that. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, no. I don't think you should. <laughs> so there's like a whole wrestling match with a bunch of different... Because I heard El Chapo. Yeah, yeah, El Chapo. You need Jesus. to have El Chapo. Yeah. Jesus? Yeah. I mean, was there a winner? Jesus won. Match. Jesus won, yeah. Was that intentional that Jesus won or was just like, that's like a part of the story that Jesus wins because it's like a religious story? Well, this, the story actually is kind of religious. So having Jesus there, I thought was kind of like, oh, we got these two Jesus characters because the main character is kind of like Jesus. But fuck, forget all that. Um, yeah, it was, it was Jesus became the president. And then the director comes on set, says, wait, this show is stupid. What's going on here? Let's get back on track. And then the rest of the play continues. Oh, it's like a segue yeah. for a moment. It was literally in there for the intention of being ridiculous. Huh. That's interesting. So it's like almost like a little break. Yeah. From like the, the, the narrative and the, the very Greek chorus E. Yes. Interesting. That'd be cool. That'd be cool to even see Jesus as president, you know, like continued on. What a concept. Um, I don't think he'd be that good. You don't think Jesus would be a good president? I don't think so. Wow. You're he, him coming in, it's going to be pretty stressful. You've seen like even Barack Obama, his hair went from great, I mean, like from really great, beautiful hair. You to think just Jesus out. is going to be stressed about running a country? Yeah, because once he gets notified, like, yeah, so listen, look, because like, you know, they have to be debriefed and stuff. So if Jesus is debriefed about what this country. Jesus can pre perform miracles. You think Jesus is going to have think he problems could only, running a country? I think he could only turn. Um, water into wine. He did the fish, you know. What did he do with the fish? He multiplied the fish and the loaves of bread to feed a whole village. Oh, he did do that, yeah. right? I will. I'm thinking, like, is that an every time thing? Can he do that all the time? He did it every time he tried. You know, like Eleven from Stranger Things. She has a like a nosebleed and she passes out. We already went over this. I don't watch that trash. You remember that was in the last episode. I don't remember Stranger Things and you telling me that it was trash. Yeah, it's garbage. You said that? I, we'll see. To each their own opinion. Yeah, it you know? is trash. Yeah. To each their own opinion. I think it's a pretty good. It's a nostalgia factory and I'm just not going to cater to that. I told Kyle that nostalgia is the new drug. It is. It, it of is. Of today's day and age. And you're in it. Huh? And you're in it. I'm in it and yeah. I am it. You are nostalgic. Like the Matrix agent, like I am nostalgia if we had a vfx budget i would definitely do that silver that takeover you know what i'm saying when he it's kind of it's kind of weird he stabbed neo with his fingers it's a little like on paper it's a little odd the agent stabs neo with his fingers <laughs> you know what i'm saying um anyway no we were talking about jesus as president which is very nonsensical but i yes, really yes. but I, I how did we get here who knows well you mentioned <laughs> that shit's in your play bro that's just you started a play that had that concept, so that's that's on the writer. You're going to meet cool. the director today. Oh, that, yeah, right, right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, if you're directing a project of that, I feel like of that scale and that I, and, and those ideas, you got to be a pretty fun person. Yeah. You, know? you got to be pretty damn fun. interesting. He is a fun guy. Yeah. Um, that play was the most fun I had in my life. How many times did you? Um, how many times did you run through it? You know, oh, run through man. the show. We was rehearsing three days a week it felt like being in the show was like my job for like a few months that was dope yeah it was like four i think i remember months. trying to like hang out and, yeah, and you were like bro i'm i'm fucking doing this shit right now i'm practicing i'm rehearsing i would bring the script with me to the bar on the train everywhere i just had that script running lines my all my roommates knew the play knew the lines from hearing me say it so many times and when they finally saw it first off they bought out the a whole row of seats in the theater and, oh. and they all just threw roses at me when the show was over. It was beautiful. I felt so. Oh, man. You must have felt like a star, like a fucking. Yeah. You just did. You just finished this thing. Well, you've done. Um, you did how many runs of it in terms of like when it was actually playing to the public? Oh, OK. Was so it four? We did one show at NJ Pack. We did a show in Vermont. We did maybe two or three in Jersey City. Huh. Yeah. So five. That's it. And we, every audience reaction was different in a way. I mean, like the environment. Yes. But my favorite was the high schoolers because they, mm. we had That's a cool. big Q&A session with them and their questions were just so on. Oh, yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. You guys stuck around. Uh-huh. And you asked some really cool, interesting questions. Yes. What high school was that? 
Um, it's a high school. It's a boarding. It's an arts boarding high school in uh, Vermont called Putney. Oh, Vermont. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was Vermont high. is beautiful. It is beautiful. I was there. The I was phone. there with my lady. We, we were talking about going to Vermont. I told you about the play, and you said, "Yo, you should come up with me. I want to go up there." And then we did it, but we both went up to Vermont on our own times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really beautiful. We stayed in like a, we stayed in a small like Airbnb. Did you go? Um, it was in May, so okay. it was like yeah, it was around in spring. May, yeah, man. Okay. So it was really nice, and we had a spot right by some water. Uh, and it was cool at night. You know, you don't see anything. You just see the stars. Like there's no, there's no light pollution. There's no street lights. So that was kind of weird. It's our quiet. house, our house like lit up. Yeah. It kind of looked like because we did shrooms and stuff out there and. It kind of looked like it had hair at one moment because there's like these Christmas lights, like Whoa. the house owners put like around the house. You could decide to turn on and off. I want to turn it off because like literally, it's like a beacon. There's nothing around us. If the lights on, it's just like our house. Like hello, come and rob us. And uh, I didn't want to be. We only so. think about that stuff because we're here. from the city. Yeah, yeah. People keep their doors open out there. Like yeah, people, the cars, windows open, all that. Yeah. It's a whole the different the car. type of energy yeah. and the mentality mm-hmm. here. Is just like, yeah, you got to close everything, and lock it. Which is also half and half because me living on Wilkinson around Greenville area. For those of you not from Jersey City, I lived in the Greenville area, which is um pretty ghetto. You know, there's definitely oh, a lot of okay. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, come on, it's definitely that's my home. We was talking. Wow, you but ghetto's not a bad like thing. I'm not saying ghetto like a bad thing. I mean, it's just rough around the edges a bit, you know. Not like downtown gentrified, like soft and like you know, like white people. Ah, oh, there's a gelato here yet. That is what downtown's like. Uh, so if you compare the both, you know. But I also lived on Wilkinson, and I was happy to live there. Basically, what I was trying to say is like I left the window open once, nothing happened, you know. And I talked. I bumped into people around there, like working on. Like I, I was walking down the block, and this guy was working on a big ass light. Like a stage light, I guess. I wasn't wow. sure what it was. Just out of curiosity, I asked, like, what light is that? Because it was like massive. And we just had a quick conversation, like these two guys that are fixing, you know, friendly people, you know. I think Word. it just has that crime rap because of, you know, fucking whatever goes down there, shootings sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes drug deals, yeah. which I'm a part of. Whoa. Marijuana. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, only only marijuana. I don't dabble in anything else. You literally just said you did shrooms out in Vermont. You literally oh, big just facts, said big that facts. here. I, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, yeah. So dabble. I, I guess I meant because I talk Ladies sometimes in my head. <laughs> we got caught, caught him. <laughs> I feel like andutated right now. Oh, you just, what? No, nah, that's that's, that's a thing. No. Yeah, yeah. this is like the first you're probably hearing about. He's it. not a verb. Saying. We're not making him a verb. We're not making him a oh verb. Oh my god. Um, good riddance, huh? He popped out of nowhere and just became this huge sensation. You know, it wasn't out of nowhere. Really? It's, it would trickle I, down. I, I feel like I was just on YouTube, just scrolling through things, just casually, and then I'm like, oh, this guy, he must be joking. This must be like satirical, and then. Oh, I see him again. Another clip. He's saying all the same things. Oh, another clip. It's just as ridiculous. I was like, no, this guy must be a joke. And it took me 10 days to realize that. After that, I'm seeing interviews of this guy. I'm seeing his podcast episodes. It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, man. It's, and then uh, it's like two months later now. Yeah, weird, weird stuff. Um, definitely has a lot of confidence and energy. Well, so that can be that can be very captivating to like audiences and it's, it's like uh, he's every trait of a cult leader basically yeah. yeah what you want to do is believe in yourself i mean there's some things that he said obviously that are ring true to anyone Those are that, things anyone to say yeah yeah things that but then there's a lot of issues that he kind of you know yeah was a part of you and, target an audience that think that that they lack power you give them something and say that they can claim this power somehow of course, they're going to follow you and be on your every uh, word. Naturally, the way to be charismatic. Yeah. And then like the, the eerie shit is like, you know, the algorithm is just this AI thing and it does its thing, you know. So it just spreads this dude and it spreads these people that like who knows how toxic they could be or whatever. It's just because like view, people are watching, um, people are reacting and that's really all it needs. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, a, an Andrew Tate could be born, which is both cool and bad. Cause like, well, yeah, like another person could come up that's really dope. 
you know, like easily, but their content is dope. They're productive. They're, they're that's very optimistic. I love that hearing that from you. Happens here, there. Happens yeah. a lot. Happens a lot. And then, but then other people can make it too that are a little more brash and a little more like you know. But yeah, there's on a different just spectrum. as much potential for good. That's something we don't talk about. It's something people don't bring up. But yeah, someone that's really inspiring, really powerful, can use this platform. They use this world in a great way right now. I haven't seen it done. Would love to see that done because that would warm my heart but yeah that's possible yeah unless it's just like really particularly for like more views like mr beast like he does some crazy shit he gives somebody an island but it's like for a title you know it's for like a video title and like i mean i, I mean he's cool too he has like restaurants and shit he's opened up through, through just like his success on youtube i only know about him too because like i'm on youtube with this sort of stuff and right kind of yeah, being you aware gotta of, see the highest view people yeah, like yeah. who's who's up there right now doing what? Um, he just does a lot of random shit. Right. But um, another segue that I don't even know how we arrived at. Yeah, Mr. Beast. Wow, who thought? Mr. Tate. Oh, Andrew Tate, that guy. You know, we spoke on the last episode about like, should everybody have a voice? And we all agreed, obviously, right. that like, every, you know, people should. Right, right? It's almost still like a question mark thing. Right. Some people like, uh, you know, Trump has his social media app which I was thinking of downloading the other day and following he him. He has a social media app? He has a social media oh app, his God. own app, because oh he got God. banned on Twitter. He's like, well, okay, that's, fuck them. I'm wow. going to do my own thing. Wow, of course he did. I guess you got to respect that about them. He has like a pretty um, brute mentality, like, well, then I'm just going to create my own shit. It's very brutish. It's yes. been downloaded three million times, so I don't know what you know kind of shit is going on there, but I could only imagine. You know, People may be thinking about doing a round two, CH2, CH2. Capitol Hill round two. Wow. Could be interesting. I don't think it's going to be successful. Um, but, you know, shout out to them for trying, I guess. You know, now that you brought that up, what's, why, is, why is influencers boxing each other now? Why is that a thing? Why are they challenging each other to fights, training to the fight for the fight, and then flying across the country to fight each other? Why are YouTubers doing that? Um, views, audience, people like to watch fights. Uh, there's probably some real nice respect or extra acclaim from like being a part of like UFC or boxing or something like that. You know, like a physical sense of, I don't know, KSI, right? And like yeah. uh, the uh, Logan Paul and all these yeah. people and shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, honestly, I'm not tuned in. I'll watch Tyson fight, you know, again, like if he comes back and fights somebody like how he did. Right. And Well, I mean, I guess it's similar to how they have like the uh, celebrity basketball game. Uh, all these people have fight. No, I can't. It, it doesn't make sense for me. I'm trying to make it make sense, but it's just ridiculous. What's sillier is like, you're like doing this for whatever money or views, but like you're potentially shortening your life too because you're going to get bashed around. You know, you're going to get hit in the head or whatever. Uh, How many? I'm not worried about that. I mean, I don't think they're worried about that either. No, no. Yeah, I'm talking about long-term because, you know, they hit 60, that brain damage will I catch mean, up. I it's, mean, it's one boxing match. They're not actually like, tried and true prize fighters yeah yeah no that's too but logan paul's done a, a lot yeah, of he's, fights already. yeah he's actually actually fighting yeah. yeah he's actually fighting and then any anyone else you know i don't really know anyone else other than ksi like the talks of a fight happening but mm -hmm. i mean i don't think he's he's a fighter either though right i mean i haven't i'm not sure i'm not I mean, sure i don't you know, know the guy maybe it's something they did growing up when they were in college or kids or something like that maybe i don't yeah. know when's the um when's the last time you got in a fight you remember yeah abdul yeah that's it oh well shit was it recently no it wasn't recently no. like yesterday <laughs> it was basic training mm -hmm. yeah oh well yeah it was like a part of the experience yeah, yeah. you had to go through it i mean no no i mean i can't talk about it you know it's confidential yeah 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 once you mention because basic training could be anything it could be for best buy basic training what okay, wow you know, that's funny so we could work around it uh yeah yeah so what you do at best buy at uh, Best Buy, well, um, there was this kid, right? Uh, he put shaving cream all over my computers. And they, my computers just would not work anymore. So it's I a got, weird thing. I got, and isn't that such Dude. a weird thing to do with shaving cream? I don't think that's its purpose. Is that, can, it, can, can I ask this too? Can shaving cream be uh, washed off easily? I don't really of a computer. I don't think it. I don't think we should be wiping shaving cream off computers. Oh anyway. yeah, hundred percent. Any technology, really? Yeah, no. I was thinking about clothes. Someone. Yeah, I was thinking about clothes for some reason. But no, on your technology. So little me was just so angry and upset that I just I don't even remember most of it. 
oh man, you you static shocked, you blacked out, your eyes went all white, you whited out. No, you I, just re- woke I remember up. everything. You remember After everything. <laughs> no, let me. Let me that was that it. was just a story plot element that was nice to throw in. There. It was nice, yeah. and the fact that you kind of retracted it. Yeah. With that last comment. Yeah. It it, it hurts the story. It does hurt. The story. It hurt it. It yeah. hurt it a little it bit. The truth, but I still think it's a nine out of ten. I like I like the truth. I like honesty. I'm learning that about myself. Yeah. Honesty, you know, goes a long way. It, come on now. Honesty goes a long way. Yeah. I mean, if you're lying, if you're, you're if you're doing a lot of white it says lies, it's a lot about your character. It'll step up. It'll catch up to you too. Yeah, you know, little white lies. You're gonna stack up stories. You're gonna lose track of it. You know, mm-hmm. like uncut gems. You seen that? Yeah, uh, that's another fucking movie that's just wild. What was that? Uh, was that was that you uh, worried that I didn't see it? Huh? Was that no? You no, it's a fucking good oh, movie. Oh, that's it was, just like yeah. uh, that's Sandler's a good best role. Hands down, I really like him as Barry in Punch Drunk Love. Which is another role that he did that's outside of like the comedy shit. I'll let you slide because I haven't seen it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's like very different. He's, he's got love. he's got a bit of like a bipolar huh. uh, like thing going on. You know, he's very like much more quiet, reserved, but explosive. So yeah. it's like a weird role that he's done that I really love. Directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. One day, I don't think I'll ever meet him, but um, but maybe one day, you know, I'll shake his hand at like a. A, a, a signing or something like that, a film signing uh-huh. or a graveyard signing. Does that happen? Is that a- no? That's for books. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just will, being wishful. That will know? never happen. No, okay. exactly. I'm, I'm trying to create zero. Pro- pro- Thank you. Probability. Thank right. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for just the dream shattering. Honestly, we were just talking realism. about that. Be honest with people. You know, you got to be honest. with Look people. at you. You got through Break. it. I was just being honest with you. Break down. I'm crying. You made it. All right, bro. I'm in a close up. <laughs> we're here. We're queer. We're ready to steer. What do you say one that more shot? That was me steering a wheel, huh? What do you say one more shot? I don't mind. We, we can kind of wrap up in yeah. a bit. See, no one told you life was gonna be this way. He's so good. He's so good at that. Yeah. Uh, singing show, show intros. Mm-hmm. Cheers, bro. Cheers. All love. To love and creativity and art. Mmm. You know what my major was when we first met? Yeah, I think it was um, custodial arts. What that was, was it? That was really good. I think that was the running joke I, I made for like four or five years. I love Half Baked. It's Half such Baked. A, yeah, it's such a good movie. It was a good movie. But um, I definitely stole that from Half Baked. Yeah. He's a custodial arts. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I first heard that, I was like, that's so funny. Because it, it really does sound... If you don't know, like it sounds really pretty. Yeah, it does. It sounds like a real, like artistic yeah, I thing. I study something, yeah. <laughs> it's a janitor. I'm a custodial artisan. Come on now. That's even better, that man. On, uh, he wasn't resume. too happy with that movie. He wasn't? He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't too happy with how it came out. Like it huh. came out a little more immature, I think, than he, he wanted. But I think it's a good movie. Obviously a pothead movie. I mean, yeah. His, Not the his fucking sidetrack from your question. His humor's always been like immature. The Chappelle show, the comedy was funny as fuck, but it was immature. Yeah. yeah. I remember Wrap It Up. Um, was in the I just started humping. Konnichiwa, bitches. Oh, like when um, it happened. There, there were several scenes in this. Remember like the Wrap It Up box? Like there's like, so, so, like I think a girl talking to someone and then like a guy just whips up and it's a music. No, I think it's the woman listening to a guy or something. And like she puts this box down, press like the play button and it's pray. I'm Asian out of nowhere. Wow. Um, but uh, yeah, he puts the she puts the box down. It says like wrap it up or in the courthouse when somebody's like giving their. You remember that skit? I don't at all. Oh shit! It's but so you good. told it so well. Oh my can god! Can I show you it? Uh, sure. Yeah, you can show me the Damn. Dang on. Damn. Damn. I didn't actually want to see it. I just said yes because it was the nice thing to say. Oh, so we don't gotta see it, dude. Oh, don't you be know, a pussy. Hey, don't be a pussy, hey, bro. Hey, that's my, just say no, no, man. No, courtesy is a nice thing to have. Not always, though. It's funny. I was just talking about honesty. Right? Yeah. You fucking video, you <laughs> piece of shit. Man, we always get um, tangled upon our hypocrisies sometimes, you know? Wow. Yeah. Toot, toot. Oh, that's the train sound. So this uh, is the part of the show where we get crazy. I don't even know if they could hear the train. Is that actually a thing? Huh? Is no, that, no, no, it's, it's not. A thing. It should be, right? Train, take a gun out. <laughs> Whoa. But it'd be cool because the Broken Initiative hoodie's up there, so it's just covered in Whoa, red. Whoa, that's horrible. No, no. Huh? Too many horror movies. 
Yeah, to many hockey. Nope probably. to nope. So your major in NJCU oh, was it English? Science. Oh, at the time, yeah, I wanted to be the mayor of Jersey City. Wow, you really had a you wanted to get into politics and change things up, yeah, yeah. fucking just you know take down the shackles of corruption. Yeah, of the city. Exactly. How, wait, so you did that for a full, not the full major, or did you did you uh, what's it called when you change majors? Um, uh, yeah, I, I I barely stepped into the department. It was a very yeah. I just took a few political science courses. What turned you off from political science? Um, I joined the military and I was working a bunch of campaigns for a local office in Jersey City. Mm-hmm. So the mayor, the council people, all that stuff. And yeah. I was like, yeah. and then they got in the office and then there's just more cops on the street. I was like, dang, I don't know if this is why I, what I was working for. They just have more cops out here. That's really just the first thing that happened. I was like, man, that sucks. And then I joined the military and met a lot of uh, co-workers or city or government employees didn't like them, didn't like their vibes. So I was like, fuck this. Hated it. Yeah, like why would you want to be a part of that energy, I guess? Last last week, the um a, a councilman here in Jersey City uh hit some guy on a bike a block away from where my mother lives and where I used to live. And I'd be riding my bike around there. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man, that councilwoman, uh it's it's like sad, really. It's sad. Why would you leave the scene and then try ran. and try Kept and going. Like, yeah, and try and like use your power to, uh, you know, stop or you know, pause the repercussions that come. You know, the consequences that come from that action. Anyone that would have done it, have been through a hit and run. Any individual would have been uh, would have been held accountable. Have you the know? decency to stop. You hit someone. They may be dead. You may have. There's hurt them. no fucking way. Oh she my didn't god! Know either like when City you bump Council. into when you bump into some shit in a car, you feel it. You know, so you hit someone and you have hella mirrored. You know, cars are really fucking uh-huh. built well for you to know your full environment. Yeah, you got two side mirrors. That fucker definitely saw that biker on the ground probably struggling and shit to get up or whatever right so it's a little weird to you know in terms of just humanity right Mm -hmm. in terms of like a human being to just drive off and but she went a couple hours later to report it so she her guilt came at some point mostly because it's like there's cameras i didn't think she knew and like this is gonna catch up away with that your city council yeah yeah man and especially if you're just in the council unfortunately you gotta resign i feel like you really should because people no one's gonna fuck with you so why would you be in that position and where people kind of vote you in in the I first place. I really wanted to like her, like them, like city, uh, like city council. Because when they named me Poet Laureate back in 2018, I thought to myself, oh, they saw me. They recognized people that are working artists. Uh, the last uh, demographic you think the city officials would be looking at. They recognize this person and want to celebrate that and give the arts uh, community something when they name me Poet Laureate. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they may be dope fucking people. And then this happens. Yeah. And things with other, others of them have happened too. But oh, that's ridiculous. I do like the new people coming in now. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't know anything about the new folk, but I trust your I trust your uh, your word. Mm-hmm. You know? But um, it's probably somebody else too that kind of got that whole process for you too as poet laureate oh man i got me sweaty man i got because That's there's people crazy. there's people that are always kind of fucked up because they even showed her history about how she tried to use her name to get out of simple parking tickets and and other things where you know she was at fault but she's like well do you know who i am like trying to use that kind of thing you know if i had uh, if i had like kanye west power you know i probably would do that Kanye West power. I just paid the cop Kanye right there. West, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like Brad Pitt power, like just fame. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. but that's, that's more than the councilwoman. Like Kanye West is, you know, better than, I think more famous than the councilwoman, undoubtedly. <sighs> I'm not, but we don't need to get too in depth. Like, you know, just just <laughs> in your face, like, wait, where you going with this, Diego? Nah, it, I, it, it triggered a thought in me. Like sometimes I get away with things the second I pull out a military ID, you know? So that's not like fame. You saw somebody, you're like, whoa. Because it was like you lost at a game of a, what's the game you hate? No, you don't like Smash. What's the game you, you hate? A chess. Game I, hate. I love chess. What are you talking if you about? Hate, you hate losing though? I hate losing everything. Yeah, you hate, yeah. <laughs> That is a philosophy, I think, I think of any person that has as much drive as us, I guess. We wow. hate losing. We hate I losing think everyone hates losing. Yeah, some people are probably very that's different. Just 
Really? My, bro- my brother's probably he's very he's he a very, likes losing. No, indifferent is different. Oh, I can't wait. wait. I don't know anybody that's saying that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, I I just am so excited. To Got lose. my hands beat again. You know, I'm gonna get third place. You know, right before like the Eight race starts. The third, yeah, 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 yeah. You call it third place isn't too bad though. <laughs> it's not. No, versus second. It first. depends on what you're doing though. If there's if there's only six people there, if there's only four. Well, yeah, if there's four. That's just yeah. That kind of sucks. Basically lost. I'm mostly Man, I didn't about know running. I was this competitive. You just taught me something about myself. Wow. You are competitive, man. I, I didn't think, know that. I don't think you get to a certain point where you are at if you aren't competitive, even if it's almost subconscious. You think so? I mean, I don't. It's always personal best for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so you're always just trying to... One up myself day by day. Day by day. Yeah. Things get better and better. But I think that is the, I think that is the way to go about it with an maybe healthy balance of finding uh friends and stuff that kind of challenge each other too you know like oh you do this oh, i'm gonna do that that's that's why i lo- love living in a warehouse with nine people yeah oh yeah yeah we you just live, bounce off you live in other. a community basically you have a little village you just don't have a general store in there in prototype why don't you talk about prototype a little bit that's a fucking crazy oh. situation oh yeah you're I, in i live in the i live in the warehouse with uh seven with seven and nine artists if you involve partners and stuff like that and we all built the room. We host art events. We got like a theater level lighting, audio system in there. We host events, shows, performances. And my band was there rehearsing last night. We're performing at Jersey City Pride this Saturday. I don't know why I'm saying that because when this comes out, this that's going to be in the past. Yeah, but, it's probably going to be in the past. Yeah. But, you know, the past is a part of the present. So <laughs> people that watch it will appreciate that you mention it. Our anniversary is September 10th. Maybe might come out by then. Anniversary? But, yeah. Of being prototype. Yeah. Uh, what, what is that? Fourth year? Uh, second. Fuck. Yeah. I jumped. I, I gave too much. That's right. Man, that's the future. Thank you. Yeah, man. Two year. Yeah. And you guys have expanded and grown a lot. Haven't been there uh, a handful of times for our video, mm-hmm. for the, the events you guys do. It's always chill when you come through, too. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. I mean, people dance. Live music, When we drinks. brought down the projector, what were we watching? Hmm? When you brought we down saw, the projector. Oh, Attack on Titan. We Attack were catching up, Titan, we were catching up yeah. together, um, which was really dope, man, because I just remember being there and it was Attack hard. Attack on Titan came up last episode. Hmm? Attack on Titan came up the last episode. Yes, it did. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, a, it's, a, it's in your mind. <sighs> Full circle. <sighs> Why does anime always come up whenever I talk? Anime! No. No, no, you said, and you said Kiki Kamori. Yeah, oh man, uh, God, that clip was hilarious. Kiki Kamori. Like, why would I say that? Why do people like talking to me? I don't, I don't. Yeah, no, you're fun to, you're very fun to talk to. Thank you, Diego. Especially in a, so are you. Especially in a platform like this, where you can kind of allow that stream of conscious, where are we going to go, you know, okay. sense of conversation, which uh, in normal public interactions is kind of, you know, not there because- it's either quick or it's like, you know, short, short, what's next? a little bit. There's a goal and intention. People are talking to prove their point, make their point, get the fuck out. Yeah, that's why I like this uh, platform where you can express full ideas, but it doesn't even have to be a complete thought. You can just jump to another subject. Yep. Um, and I say the, the councilwoman should resign. Yeah, if she if she does it, thing is right thing. that would really be the responsibility to. I mean, if the people want it, that you know, people again, people vote you in, and uh, you you what's the word? Not disappointed is a more powerful word. Is a, you you I, fuck it. You disappointed the people, you know. Um, and there's like a reel that's been going around by this this dude, this cyclist, uh, that it just repeats that, you know, like that hit. And it sucks, man. It sucks to it sucks to see anything like that happen, and then someone just abandon you. Unfortunately, you know you fucked up. You fucked up. If you stuck around, obviously that would have had a different outcome. And you know that goes to show sometimes you you gotta own up to your mistakes as soon as you can. You know, really, if, especially if it's like a fuck up like that. You hit somebody. You know, I mean, I might drive away. My but, mother live around the corner. And I ride my bike all the time around there. And that accident happened. How is she going to feel about me being outside? How is a mother going to feel about her child being on these streets? Yeah. And stuff like that is happening. It's already enough with pedos. Yeah. You know, it's already enough. I mean, that's, the, the world is a very scary place. Yeah. There's um, pedophiles, uh, shooters. Um, 
Yeah. I think that's it. People do. <laughs> no, I'm asking. That's it. Wow. That's it. No, no, no. Those um, are the only bad people out there. Yeah. You know, luckily I haven't bumped into a, a, a pedo just just yet. And you don't know. Actually, you don't fucking know. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't. You no. really don't know until they have their Jimmy out in the park. You're like, that's not normal. I got to call somebody. Yeah, that, that might be a red flag. But by the time that happens, there should have been other red flags. You should have you figured if it out. If you're tracking them, if you're tracking a pedo. You know, I'm not really in the in the in the uh, what's it called? You seem to have a lot of information on this. Is if no, I mean, obviously, if you're tracking someone, you'll know their behaviors and whereabouts. You know, yeah. on some like CSI tracking wasn't the first thing I thought of, but that word came to your mind very quickly. Well, I watch a lot of those detective shows, like True Detective and stuff uh-huh. like that. I mean, uh, to get evidence, or even simply as Breaking Bad, like to get evidence you got to like watch somebody, you know? That's true. So you can't have concrete evidence because you need a search warrant. He to said get Breaking into... Bad like that's a detective show. That's not, but it's a it's fucking not. great show. <laughs> and 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 it's life. You it can really get show. some life shit from there. I'm kidding, obviously. But um, Heisenberg is dope in all the worst ways. Yeah. Well, man, I mean, I feel like the reason, one of the main reasons I love that show is because it's a character study. I love characters. Yeah. yeah. And you're watching this individual transform from just a regular chemistry teacher yeah. with cancer to a drug lord. With He's a tragic just, hero. Hmm? Is a tragic hero. That's what they call tragic it. Tragic hero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a tragic hero, and um, yeah, you're just watching everything kind of you know break apart. But it's so well done, so entertaining. Like you want to see him trump these people because like at first, like he is like very bright, and you want to see how he figures out like mm-hmm. how to play around and maneuver through this other drug deal that you don't really give a shit about. Yeah. But then he's getting to spaces where it's like, he's letting people die that matter to other people. Mm-hmm. He's hurting, he's poisoning people, so it gets dark. Because uh, of a random skill he had. Yeah. Yeah. You know what my, actually, you know what? I, I'm, I don't know if you have a favorite moment from the show. You've seen everything. I have it, I have, yes. I don't know if you have a fair moment from the show. I would like to know it. I have a moment that okay. for me was like, oh, uh-huh. I love the way, oh, we're losing. I love the way the show would end. Like towards the fifth season, yeah. every episode ended with some intense cliffhanger. I can see that. Which is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. The fifth season, um, was that when Jesse got locked up by yeah. them crazy guys? That was Yeah, by the basically neo-Nazis. Oh my God, them guys. You don't want to get up. You don't want to get locked up by neo-Nazis. That was scary. Yeah. The, the, my biggest moment was when I realized that they've been feeding this guy ice cream every day for like months straight. He was just living in that hole and they just threw they ice just gave cream ice cream. That's the him. only thing. Wow. I was like, damn, that's I didn't even so think about that. wild. Ooh, that was just such a small detail to throw in there. But every day, ice cream for months. Every day. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then he got out of there. He killed them. Yeah. 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 When he got I didn't the, see El Camino. The slightest chance to get free. No, I'm not sure if he killed them. But he no, he didn't away. kill them. He I mean, didn't. now let, we're stepping into spoiler territory for this show, just for y'all listening. And um, if you haven't seen Man, the show yet, see Breaking Bad. You go fuck yourself. I ain't, spoiling, I ain't spoiling nothing. I love how you switched gears so fast. Solidarity. Wow. Yeah, Breaking Bad is a really good show. If you haven't seen it yet, you could probably take a. Uh, you could buy a gun very easily nowadays, and you could probably go buy a gun. And end your life because it's pointless. I swear, I make that face every time I see this guy. It's pointless for you to exist without seeing Breaking Bad. Go see it. Don't kill yourself, though. I'm kidding. Just go see that movie. I mean, show. But look, big spoiler, big spoiler. The moment, man, and I love the buildup in their episodes. And like the moment when Hank sits on the toilet. Hank was a hero. When Hank sits on the toilet and he's just looking for something to read. And he opens up this book that was given to walt by the other drug dealer that, and and like he saw ww and you know he remembered back a flashback ww walter white and then in that moment he's on that toilet and he just connects it all yeah i cannot imagine that feeling dude like you're fucking what is what is hank uh hank and walt he's a dea brother-in-law DEA. like yeah. they're not brother-in-laws right no. that, yeah that's what's the relationship yeah yeah man for that moment yeah, the headphones are a little fucked up. Yeah. But we pushing through, baby. Power. We pushing through. We're going to fix this sound. We sound like robots. Do we? Or no. do I? Roger. That. 
Getting inside the robot, Kenji. Wow, why do I always make anime references, man? Oh, it's an anime thing. Yeah, what is that? That's my favorite part of the show, man. <sighs> no, could we not do it? I don't even want to do it. I just know. All right, all right what were we talking about? Oh, BB. BB. Breaking Bad, BB. Breaking Bad. We were talking about Breaking Bad, correct? Yeah. Yeah, man. Do drugs. Yeah, Walter White, cook. horrible person. Jesse Pickman, not. Mm. If you know how to cook meth, do it. That's what I say. That's my Jesse endo. did the best he could with the options he had. Yeah, Jesse just he trusted uh, he trusted Walt too much. Yeah, he was too trusting of a person as like kind of rough he exterior he tried to kind I mean, of like exude. You know, it, it he he kind of was a very uh, gullible. He he was a villain, but he 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 he, he has stoic elements to him. You know, like what? he would just give his money to like people and shit like that remember i mean when you're selling drugs right <laughs> there's there's a lack of humanity and empathy already yeah because yeah. you're obviously providing Drug advice heavy, to people yeah. and it's particularly like fucking meth mm-hmm. people are gonna die yeah there's the high potential people are gonna die so if you're you're cool with selling that there's definitely a lack of empathy you're like i'm making this dough yeah probably not a good person yeah i mean you know i would definitely sell if i knew the market and i knew how to make it it's funny how the sound goes out. It's like, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> the sound is just like, oh, let me disappear real quick. Um, I'm kidding. I would never cook math. I wouldn't be in, I'm, I'm in too many different things. I love I'm the like, retract. That's funny. I'm in a nonprofit and, you know, I'm in a relationship. I have a nice family. Like, I don't want my headline to come up on Fox News like, oh, drug lord. <laughs> you know, like uh, Pablo, Pablo Escobar, uh-huh. which is, uh, he has a really great show, though. So I guess that's the only, that's the only benefit. Pablo Escobar has a really great show. Yeah, Pablo Escobar has a show um, on Netflix. Uh-huh. Narcos. Oh, Narcos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good, fucking, really good fucking show. So I'm ideally- not into drug shows. I'm not into it. Yeah, word. They're cool shows, though. So ideally, if I get into drugs and stuff like that, I hopefully get really high up where I can get a Netflix show. I'll probably be dead because that's your goal. The only reason they, yeah, the only reason they could um do a Paul Escobar show and the way that they did dramatize and make him look kind of like cool and like like actually like you, what's the word? He's the hero. Like you almost yeah like kind of you said tragic hero. It's because he's dead. So you, I feel like you have to be dead. You know he dies. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So you know he dies. Like he's gonna face, you know, um the consequences. At the end. So let's see. Let's see how things go. I'd say let's see how things go. I'll probably start small, like him, marijuana. Just start small trucks. He started with marijuana. He started with uh, DVD players and like VH, like whatever the fuck was going on. Yeah. Well, well, he he connected with someone else who was into that market, Mm -hmm. selling like shit illegally, and helped him with security and kind of grew with him, and then wanted to do his own thing. And like the show kind of shows a little bit of all that, which is pretty, which is pretty cool. There was a moment I really got into it for some reason. a couple of reasons the cinematography fucking amazing uh and the storyline too you're interested in like seeing how because i really before the show did not know shit about pablo escobar other than like people like them or, mm-hmm. or kind of he's like an icon for rebels or some shit you know like but he did a lot of terrible shit he blew up a plane filled with people because he wanted to kill a politician on it that Sounds was like running horrible person. that was running against him and the politician got a tip that that was going to happen and he didn't even go on the plane so a plane wow. just exploded but people from his island because he gave back so much money like literally helping oh, yeah. the poor and stuff they kind of overlooked a lot of that shit until it got way too far and then, of course just a crazy show and i hope i have a show i just have to do a lot it's a little too much not interested damn he blew up planes like i am not trying to you know youtube please i'm sorry like i'm not doing anything like that I hope this doesn't get like uh, flagged for you violence. Know, I, I, I hate to bring this guy up again, but I feel like that's what Andrew Tate is trying to spin himself in right now. So he's saying like, oh, uh, he, he bought orphanages and orphanages, whatever, how you, however you pronounce that word. He, bought a bu- he did a bunch of things for the poor and to help out the impoverished in different countries around the world and never brought it up until now. So uh, conveniently, so yeah. yeah, he's trying to find his way back in. Well, now he's now he's looking for empathy and sympathy and acting like he's hot holier than now, being the bigger man, not fighting back, just taking the beating. Oh man, he's such a character. Yeah, because he he really could read how the, maybe look the world works a little bit nowadays. 
Yeah. Because it is really, you know, even us talking about the Will Smith smack back in May, you know, like that's almost in the background now. Will put out an apology and, you know, people are kind of moving on already. He's working on I Am Legend 2 and that's just going to be forgotten about in a year or two almost. Like it's not really going to be mentioned other than obviously Chris Rock remembering that shit. I mean, that's, you know, that's a lot getting slapped in front of millions of people. Um, but yeah, the internet is a weird place because in, in a way you can almost erase history after some time because so much happens and then you could come back like, uh, is it okay for him to come back? Yeah. Or like what? Uh, and then at some point people don't care and then they're back and then we're stuck in the system of like, but Harvey Weinstein is gone. People like that are gone. Deservingly so. More people should be gone. More people should be gone. Yeah. You, you think, think so? so? Hugh Jackman? Nah, I ain't wow. shit. I'm kidding. Now. Imagine that's the Wolverine boy. When you know, while we were talking about uh while we were talking about something, well, while we were talking about breaking bad, I was thinking to myself, is every crime a bad crime? Because selling drugs that like hard, selling meth, right? Yeah, that's bad. That's just like objectively bad. But I don't think every crime is bad. If you do this crime, you're not a bad person. Yeah, I mean, that speaks to more of like character, like what the purpose of the crime is, yeah. like Lim is. I'm into like broad, some Broadways because I mean, mom, thank you, mom. Love you. Shout out to you. And Lim is about mom, basically, that. Yeah. mom, it's about a guy that I think like he goes to prison in the beginning for a long time for stealing bread, yeah. but like for his family or some shit, you know? I mean, back then you steal some shit, you just go straight to prison, no matter what. Like here now, if you steal some bread from a deli, you'll, you'll, you'll probably get a little bit of like, oh, okay, fine, go, you can go. And, and no repercussions. But, so that's a crime, but are you a bad person for that? No. You just, you know, you're impoverished. You don't have the same uh, financial capabilities yeah, as other people, you know? Desperate, yeah, that's the word. Um, there's some crimes obviously that are yeah that's a, that you're you're bad but people then, aren't stealing food for no reason they're stealing it because they get hungry and for some reason they believe that's the only option they have now whether or not that's true that's debatable that's when mental challenges come in but inherently if someone is getting food is because they realize that they're hungry and they need that food to survive that's human isn't it yeah so if that's the crime it's like well you know stealing though still stealing stealing right yeah. but it's like that it's like the councilwoman right so no, that was just it's like the, it's like the hit and run like, like no one benefited it from that you cross the red light you get clipped bro wow you get clipped real quick wow i you know i would actually love to hit a what biker a whoa i'm kidding bro i'm kidding <laughs> bro your reactions i'm literally um, the big no because obviously that would affect your car too much they get a dent in it and you're like, damn, I got a paint. I, I wonder, you. but she seemed, he seemed all right. It was a he, he seemed okay. Uh, so at least that's good. You know, he wasn't too hurt. And uh, I'm surprised I haven't seen more of him, like him talking more to people about it. Like I, I think it was wrong and stuff of that nature. So we could kind of see him and cause like, what does he think about it? it? I haven't seen literally anything. I've just seen. It could happen. Post of it. It could happen. Um, and yeah, I mean, I hope she does resign, you know, because uh, that's the right thing to do. And and I really wanted to like her because I knew all of them, you know, and I knew they fucked with me. So I was like, oh. and, you know, I think it's scary being in a situation like that. As scary as it is, you need to deal with it. But I think it's kind of scary. You you hit someone and I really don't know. Like, how, what is that feeling? You need to like, I would stop. I mean, I hit a deer, you know, like it bumped into the deer hit me. And I was driving and it jumped out, you know, so the deer kind of hit me. I'm not sure if it was feeling suicidal or. Um, you you said you hit a deer? The deer hit me. It jumped on my car. I, I slowed down and everything like I and he was on the side of the road and he he jumped in front of my car, bumped into me and I stopped. I didn't keep going. I actually stopped and I stepped out and I went to the deer. I went because I never hit a deer before, so I wasn't sure what to do. And uh, so I went to the deer and I tried to pick him up. Because uh, that just didn't, you know, I thought maybe it could still get up. It just needed some help. But his leg, I think, was like broken. So it just kind of stumbled back down and it was just breathing. Like it just let me be around it. And I, I could tell it was hurt. And somebody else called the police because I just couldn't. I just really was like there with the the um, the deer and not sure of like what to do in that moment. 
but I was in Connecticut and like uh, this woman kind of came up to me like a house from the distance and she said like oh this happens pretty often deer get hit a lot you know and it was like my first time it, it kind of escalated you know but I stopped I pulled over and uh I because I like literally humanly I cannot just keep going after that because I had to assess good, good man. man yeah I had to assess yeah. what what had happened um because it wasn't like a crazy it wasn't like a get out impact speaking of like deer shit you full know circle full yeah. circle bro always full circle with the gang man and I think you hit somebody you stop yeah when you hit somebody you stop and I think that's a great note to end on um we're hitting the stop now we've reached that time thank you guys for tuning in this is uh you won't like this episode five Rashad Wright Dago stay tuned for more maybe next year I'm not thinking straight smoking all the sway work oh 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 oh